minute. Crossface. The Daily Talk Show. A conversation sometimes worth recording with Josh Jansen and Tommy Jacket. It's The Daily Talk Show, episode 137. Tommy Jacket. It's early morning for you. Yeah, crisp. Let's get some of that small talk out of the way. It's a cold one. Uh, but I'm I'm being fueled by 7-Eleven long black coffee, and it's uh, 6 a.m. It's f- and uh, every time you mention 7-Eleven cop- uh, coffee, we need to uh, add a bit of balance by also uh, mentioning our unofficial sponsor, Quadlock. Oh. The uh, most amount of listeners we have is from uh, Quadlock, <laughs> a great company that provides mounting systems for your iPhone or any sort of smartphone I've, I've, if you use their universal They're not even a sponsor uh, of our 7-Eleven, just by the way. But I, I wanna, I've got a bone to pick with them. I just went and they've got two of the best flavors of Slurpee currently running and it's fucking winter. Go figure. You go in summer and there's shitty flavors that are just like broken it's winter time and they've got do they have lemon lime and bitters going no no they've got um <laughs> you're fucked you don't know what a good flavor is no they've got well they've got two flavors that I want to try but it's winter so I'm clearly not going to try it they've got sugar free uh grape sour um which Yum. I would like to try that sounds fucking out of control but then they've got vanilla coke which mm, mm. and that one's not like when when you told me about the zero cowls we went um I think we we're going to Protog the that photography oh, yeah. joint getting some cheap lights or whatever and we had a uh, 711 um icy the reason I do people call it icies or is icy a thing from 1997 mate icy probably was someone trolled you and that's what they said that they were called and then you no, called them icy dandy basketball at, at Dandy Basketball Stadium, you got a icy. I think a Slurpee. A Slurpee might even be a Seven Eleven, like registered yeah, trademark. But you're also the guy that me. almost got conned into buying Oxys because they were calling them. What was it? It's very true. Very true. Yeah. No. Oxy Cotton. They were they were saying Oxy, but I thought they were saying Roxy they, when I was in San Francisco <laughs> for the first time. Just to close the loop, it's one um, percent sugar in the Slurpee. So that's the way they get around it. So there is a few calories, but they're like the closest thing that you can have uh, if you're being a little bit naughty. A 7-Eleven Slurpee. I do feel like it is the type of uh, Slurpee that you would drink and then shit your pants. It's got that, (laughs) it definitely has that vibe. It's got a bit of sort of clean-o, like um, like, uh, a, what's it it called? What do you put into your pipes? Drano. Pino clean or something? Yeah. Drano. It's got Drano vibes. Oh my God, we we bought. Um, oh no, it wasn't Drano. It was this this really strong, rem, uh, like a surface scrubbing. It, it would be like we killed somebody and we we're trying to get rid of the body. We we hide this hotel room, and I don't know about you, Josh. I I could hundred percent guarantee you didn't do this as a young a young person with the boys. We used to hire hotel rooms. And we went pretty fucking dirty at some point. We we got like <laughs> service departments and then we kind of upgraded. We went to the Hilton. We got a Crown Towers room one night. We got like 40 people well, in that room. You and I were actually doing a, a video project. And uh, as we were in the lift, you said, it was, oh, I fucking trashed one of these uh, hotel rooms <laughs> just casually as we we're going up the lift. Oh, so, uh, what would you actually do? What was the... Uh, you were a, a fucking shit of a kid, by the way, <laughs> if people haven't gathered from the last couple of episodes, but what was the what was the deal? 
Well, we so the way we actually got them was by ha- um, getting someone who was a bit older to put their name down. I mean, and first of all, as a as a, I've got older. What a fucking idiot. Why would they put their name what down? Loser. Why would the loser. They... But also the loser that's doing that or that's <laughs> buying you alcohol. Like, would you would you buy some kids alcohol if they asked you? Uh, probably not now. I could be fucked. I'd, I'd have to really have a lot of time on my hands. It's more of a time issue. And they had a lot of cash. Yeah, and they had a lot of cash. No, but so we'd get these rooms because we just wanted somewhere where we could party. And there's a bit of novelty to a, you know, a, a hotel, four star, five star, and you just, it, I like the vibe, and so we would get them, and one of them was like, I, I had for my birthday, um, one of them was across a weekend. What, what year, what birthday would it, would this have been? Twelfth uh, birthday? 16, 17, <laughs> I think it was. 16, okay. I just went to fucking AMF bowling, and I was lucky to fill a whole party room, like yeah. it was sort of, uh, okay, I'll just... Invite everyone from my class just to, so, just so, to make I numbers. Mean, here's where it went bad. We got the Crown Towers room and we had it for, it was only one night. And I think there was at least 40 people that came into the room. There was, you know, it was a smoking room. So people were just smoking so much weed and there was people taking uh, illicit substances. I can safely say I didn't take illicit substances that night. Um, but... It um, someone burnt. Someone was smoking a cigarette, and put it out on the couch, and then someone came and had hair spray, like coloured hair dye spray, in their hair, and they were making out with this girl in the bed on the white sheets, and so the fucking sheets went bright red, and then someone got toothpaste on the couch. Oh man, yeah, it was it, toothpaste wasn't it? <laughs> no, well, I mean, what, no, 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 it legit, legit, this is what we used to, some people used to troll each other by, like, passing out, and then they'd just put toothpaste all over their face, and when they woke up, it was, they'd wipe their face. <laughs> what, did, what did your parents, I mean, uh, your mum's an avid listener of the, the Daily Talk Show, what was your mum's vibe on all of this shit? She's a, she's a calm, uh, good citizen, and just yeah, to, to have bred something... Like uh, you as a, I mean, you're so different now. But you as a kid, it does you you scare, you would have scared me as a kid. Like I would have been square scared at the naughtiness yeah. that you were willing to play in. I was probably in. I was probably the most in control in those environments. Which which sound yeah. There was more a very much loose unit there. But all I can say, I can't remember what I would tell my mum. Or and and at last, we weren't like I wasn't set out to do really bad shit in this place. Like I I get it. We're in a hotel, so I had I had my bearings in that respect, and I wasn't. You Were know, you the one telling them and saying, "Guys, said I feel like in that yeah. scenario, I would have just become the guy who was mm. freaking out the whole time and telling people to get off the couch and stop doing that and yeah. put your put your weed out." Well, yeah, I definitely was telling people to to um calm their farm but the one about that um the 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 like drano cleaning thing was we hired this um mm. this service department in windsor oh, no it was in paran just ran along the train line near chapel street and i don't know what the fuck these two people were doing and the one of the guys that did it has since gone to he, he was in jail and got his fucking throat slit and he's 
just he survived it, but he became a heroin addict. And the other guy now lives overseas because he got in trouble with the law. But they started a fire in the bath, which is but absolutely now, fucking like, ridiculous. Who? How, and did you <laughs> think that this was a good idea to be mates with these guys? No, they were like good mates. They were like just young dude, like young people. They, the, and but, like, how normal are they? Are they ca- like uh, our mate James? who you grew up with, like, are they normal like James? Like, because James seems like, even though that he might have been a bit of a naughty, hashtag naughty boy, mm. he um, he's a businessman now. You would, like, he's, he's really sort of calm. And I yeah. wouldn't think, you know, like, what are these guys actually li- like or are some of them completely loose units? No, I think when you're 16, when you're young, there's a heap of loose units. No one's worked their shit out yet. And I've said to you, it's like, and uh, um, I was talking to my best mate yesterday, uh, and I, and he's the one that we, we talk every day, mate. What are you talking about? <laughs> or fourth? I'm talking to one <laughs> of the other boys who was uh, okay. who yeah. was a part of that and at those hotel rooms, and we feel like we survived. Like it's like you come out the other side of those years when you're playing in that space, and there was a lot of people that killed themselves or got killed. Um, or you know, in car accidents, th- or things like that, or um, became heroin addicts. And you grew addicts. up in fucking Brighton. I'd le- at yeah. least I grew up near Dandenong, where shit was actually like you'd go to Dandy Station. Yeah, hundred percent. So you're saying, yeah. So the opportunity, they're already they're in a bad environment, which it doesn't necessarily yeah. mean that you become bad. It is a massive factor well, clearly, of potential. Like, well, like being in a low socioeconomic school, I yeah. mean, maybe that's why I was school captain at my school was because like the, um, if, I, if I'd gone to, uh, you know, Wesley or St. Leonard's or any of those. Maybe, sort of, maybe your you know, achievements at, at a young age were all just because you were at a school that was, <laughs> people didn't give a fuck and you were the only yeah. one who cared. So you have this false sense of achievement. <laughs> Well, I mean, my favourite story, or one of my favourite stories to tell friends who went to private schools was how my year 12 um, IT teacher told me that if I didn't do my Excel sack, that um, he would fail me, right? I had to do the sack. And then it was just a passing comment when I finished. And I said, oh, okay. And I didn't think anything of it. And then I got my results back and the fucker failed me. And I'm just like, if you were in a private school, mm. they would be pulling in before they would, would do that. They'd be pulling in your parents. They'd be having conversations. But it was literally like and just a quick remark at the end of a session. Mm. And I, um, so I failed year 12 yeah. uh, IT. You'd be surprised. So you... Like you think of private schooling, you think you're getting this Uber treatment, right? But for the kids, like Uber me, Black treatment. Yeah, I mean, I was on the Uber <laughs> Uber pool, maybe Uber X at times. In a broken down VL Commodore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm catching the bus, and you're in you're in Uber Black. No, I, there is legitimately for kids that aren't right for the system. It doesn't matter where you are. I had some really really amazing teachers that public schools that I went to that had a lot lot of a lower socioeconomic um, I was going to say fan base school base like student base fan base <laughs> fans man um, that's our, our our fan base very low socioeconomic that's, that's sort of so shtick one, just on the school stuff I've got a cold sore at the moment yes Josh I have herpes yeah. um, herpes I have herpes, yeah. face herpes not genital herpes 
but as a kid... What's the difference, though, really? Well, there's a big difference. Um, you can't see the other ones, and it's a different... It's a, actually a different type of uh, strand. Does it feel different? I don't know. I've never had what it, mate. Is that what you're getting at? <laughs> yeah. No, but... I, That's exactly I, See, this is... You... The type of kid you would have been was probably the reason I didn't go to school when I had herpes. Um, or had a cold sore. It's like <laughs> back when I was a kid. I, like I think now. Like I've got, I'm I'm more grown up. I don't I don't care about having a, a cold sore on my face like I used to. But it used to make me feel like I was a fucking gremlin. Did you ever give shit to kids at school with cold sores? No, I wasn't giving shit to anyone. I was literally just in that moment thinking, would I have given you shit? And literally, I would have been too busy eating nachos from the school canteen because our school canteen had nachos and we had a um, a movie club. So, I would just like order my nachos and I'd sit and watch a movie. I didn't give a fuck about people's cold sores and stuff. I was just, um, yeah, I was playing a different game. Not not that much uh, bullying going on oh, from good. my end. I don't. Oh, well, good, because I want to kick your head in. But I, uh, yeah, there was a lot of days that I didn't go to school, which sounds so silly because you get a fucking cold sore on your face. Have you got any? And you got a big herp on your face now. Oh, it's not that bad. You can't really tell because I've got a beard. Like I've got such so much shit going on in my face. <laughs> but it's um, yeah, so it kind of blends in. But mate, it, for anyone who has them, I can hundred percent sympathise, empathise. You, you you feel like it's the only thing that when you're in a conversation, the person's looking at. And they might, but they probably aren't. Majority of the time, they're probably, actually, probably thinking about themselves. You know what? I can actually relate to that with when I um, my nose nearly fell off from <laughs> sunburn when I was uh, in London, got severe sunburn. If you look at some of my... Uh, uh, photos on Instagram, you'll you'll notice it. I was a little bit self conscious with the big sort of scabby nose mm. that on my face, oh, yeah. uh, so I can relate in that regard. Well, well, I would too, but yours isn't a lifelong condition that you can't actually get <laughs> yeah. rid of herpes. And uh, well, yeah, it's all cleared up now. Look, I've got like a pretty sick tan. I've been putting uh, sunscreen on my nose every day. Uh, Josh is looking to, into uh, the camera lens on on FaceTime yeah. here. You know the thing about uh, glasses. And I've always, I've always thought this. With glasses, it makes you look like you've got a prosthetic nose attached to the glasses. And <laughs> is it just my specific glasses nah. or everyone's glasses? Nah, your ones are probably the closest thing to not having that because you've gone the Steve Jobs yeah. looking glasses. But the big yeah. ones that like, I, there was a guy in um in high school. I went around this camp to Clunes. It's like a whole month away. You would have been a loose unit when it comes to school camps. Like if you were hiring the Hilton, you know, and just doing loose shit there, I can only imagine what school camps were like. Mate, yeah. No, I was actually, I was actually, it was probably the time I thrived because it was the closest thing to living a normal life or like, um, you know, like you're on an adventure and it's like, it stimulated me. You weren't doing book work and talking about bullshit. Mm. All... All I think about is Lynx Africa and lighters when I think about school camp because that was literally, I feel like half half of the school camp was naughty boys with their yeah. Lynx Africa and lighting it on fire. That, that, yeah, that is so true. Lynx, 
fuck that shit stinks and it makes uh, yeah it, yeah it's young boys what is it called it's called axe or something it's called axe in uh the u.s and i saw uh, i i can't remember who it was <coughs> but an american friend who was traveling had some or maybe even my mate Nissan has like their uh, gel and i just remember like having a really good laugh like oh that's links and I laughed, and then obviously anyone that owns Lynx or wears Lynx doesn't understand how funny Lynx is because you wouldn't be wearing it. So it just completely went over their head. Well, I was just like, "This is the funniest thing I've ever seen." Well, I use the Dove females. Well, it's like a it's like <laughs> yeah. a cross sex spray, but it's very femme in terms of its smell. It's like soft cucumber, but it's the it's the best one because Ooh. you don't end up smelling like. You're a fourteen-year-old on school camp. <laughs> well, the best, the best uh, deodorant is um, by far. I've been using it. I've nearly run out. But uh, Jason Fox, who we've had on the podcast, he got me some deodorant, which you would think is sort of the. Uh, it's a bit of a troll gift or it's one of those mm. things where it's, it's, it seems like something you hear when someone smells and you sort of try and tell them politely by buying them some deodorant. But he told me <laughs> about this um, sort of hipster deodorant that he uses and it's amazing. It's all natural and it's in like, it looks almost like a hair wax and it's called Mr. Pitts and you rub it on and it's been fucking phenomenal. Between doing that and wearing my Merino wool T-shirts... I'm like, I haven't smelt at all. Well, it's a slippery slope, I feel, with those ones because you're going to be the guy that ends up just using a crystal under your arm. You know those fucking hippies that use legit... Your mum would use a crystal. She used to. I remember seeing it and I was like, what is that thing? That's disgusting. It looks like a piece of salt, a a (laughs) king-sized piece of salt that you're rubbing under your arm. And it was like, no, there's no um, chemicals or... It's like... Yeah, but you stink. Yeah, the whole everyone in at the yoga studio would be using it and stuff. Like, I feel like it's got that sort of vibe. Yeah, I mean, well, there's diminishing returns on um, just your brand going that way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if people people know. But to, talking about brand, actually, I was just before we were. Um, uh, started this so it's it's what six six fifteen in the morning this is one of the first times that you're doing the the early shift so i i appreciate that thank you it's it's uh quarter past 10 here on the island and can i say we're doing a fucking brilliant job when it comes to the latency i'm feeling strong the banter's strong this is a good episode everyone send us your reviews through the podcast app (laughs) the uh no i was gonna i was gonna tell you about the um this documentary that i I've been watching on Supreme. Do you know about the brand Supreme? Yeah, they're um, very expensive. I actually don't know how they've mm. become so popular. All I've se- all I see is like rich kids, and um, yeah, it's, I think it's a very big in Asia with rich people. Yeah, that's all I got. So in Japan, Japan, there's like uh, the most amount of stores. I think there's about four or five mm. stores in Japan. There's um, two in the US. I can just hear Bray yawning in the background, which is really killing the mood, but we'll, <laughs> we'll continue on. The, um, the uh, yeah, so basically the brand is all about limited run mm. clothing and um, they're that you would have seen, you might have seen them, that sort of the red block and then in white writing it says Supreme. And what they were talking about on this uh, documentary through YouTube 
uh, was all about the resale, reselling of this stuff. So, mm. basically, the same as with what's happened with the iPhone with Apple, uh, these launches now just have you know hundreds of resellers lining up and then they sell them. So, an example is that like you buy a t-shirt from Supreme for $49 and then the resale value instantly is over $250. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, you just could be willing to line up. I fucking hate lines, and I don't like Supreme. Have you ever lined up for for something like Mm. that? Not not for shoes or a phone. I'm just trying to think. Oh, mate, the closest thing is what you and I did. We, you, I mean, we were in different universes. Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme. But that's the closest thing. But, yeah. And, I mean, we could smoke marijuana in the car and um, we got the luxury of our own car. Oh, you so, were in the car. So we did that. That's right. I I did it on foot. Oh, I was 14, you know, loser. probably 13 or, <laughs> 13 or 14. Fox FM was actually doing an outside broadcast. That's how big Krispy Kreme coming to uh, Narry Warren next to Fountain Gate yeah, but was. Jokes, and we actually jokes on did. them, episode 40, live, <laughs> bit, yeah, the, exactly. the Daily That's Talk Show, say. we did it from there. What a horrendous episode that was. We spoke to some guys from Noble Park, though. That was a, probably a, a highlight. But I did have someone say to me, uh, we caught up with someone in uh, Italy a couple of weeks ago. And I said, how oh, have you listened to the podcast? Which is always a little bit risky. <laughs> uh, and he said, oh, yeah, I listened to the Krispy Kreme one. Oh, <laughs> I was idiot. like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. Don't know how, don't know how that happened. But uh, that's okay. It yeah. was a good, good episode. It was a bit fun. horrible. It was a bit, yeah. It was not good. So the <laughs> the Supreme, what I see, I follow this guy in Melbourne who, I mean, I can, I, what I, what my take on him is that he has inherited money or his family are very rich and he lives in this house in Turak and he has Bentleys and Lamborghinis and jewellery and wearing Cartier and Rolex and he's got tattoos and um, he's living this life of just traveling around, but he buys a whole bunch of Supreme and he's always posting like the bags. And it's like, it's a bit of a, it's such a wank thing. To, it's a wank. It is, but it's, that's, I mean, these brands, you hope you become a wank brand in terms of the sales. Like, and I, when I say wank, Are it's just a wank like, brand? <laughs> well, when, when, do, when do we become a wank brand? No, free, I, I guess we can never become a wank brand. Yeah, well, I, th- I think it's like these wank brands, uh, Not uh, you might take that the wrong way, but it's like it's more of a, a showy thing. You're a po- like people want to pose with your your brand, which is so powerful. Like hats off to Supreme, how the hell they've done that. But sometimes it's like a... It's like a, a not that a, you can afford the hat, by the way. No, no <laughs> way. Limited shit, edition. So, shit of so, so there's no hats off because we, we, don't, we don't own a hat. But it's but like the, a um, cultural momentum that they... Get through their brand yeah. and through these people. Sometimes I don't think the brand even would think this is going to happen. Like how much how much success have people had? How much success? How much success have people had uh, over the years where it's been out of their control, but they've done a few things, but then they and then so they're telling the success story of something that they didn't even plan out. That's what I love about yeah, brands. Well, I think that they um, they started in the 90s as sort of a skater brand and then they've obviously uh, gone well beyond that. Uh, but the the interesting thing I think is that the what Supreme sort of 
has has done, or especially in 2018, is if you've mm. you've heard of the phrase flexing. You had a flexing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's all it's all flexing, right? It's like so for people who don't know, flexing is something that I think a a bunch of YouTubers have been called out for doing, especially if they've got um sort of doing vlogs. But it's people showing off and taking photos of their things, and so you might you know, Ty Lopez, the the dude who um films himself with all these Lambos, talking oh, yeah. about how he made all of his money through reading, like he's someone who's <laughs> who's flexing flexing a fair bit. This guy that I'm talking about, the the young bloke from Melbourne with the Lambos and Bentleys and shit, he definitely's flexing. So get this, I follow him at pretty much. I mean. Yeah, sure, I'd like some of his lifestyle, but it's also just like the yeah. ridiculousness of it as to why I follow. And so he, he he did this Instagram story once where he was like packing, he was in his cupboard, in his walk-in um, dressing room, and he had all his clothes there and he's packing up all this old stuff that he doesn't wear. And when I say old stuff... It's fucking supreme clothing, shoes, like shit that's really expensive that he's worn once. And he's packing it into bags and he's like, all right, guys, um, the story basically evolved. And he's like, I'm going somewhere in Melbourne. I'm going to leave this bag full of these expensive clothes. And I'm not going to say where it is. How do you know this guy again? Well, I just, a mate of mine has partied with him a few times and been to his house and and sold him some art, actually. He's bought some art. Okay, and so this guy went and took a bag of clothing to this location and he didn't say where it was, but you could tell where it was. It was in the car park behind Dan Murphy's in Paran, for anyone who knows it. Cod Lock, <laughs> shout out. They're doing a um, they're doing a renovation to this car park at the moment. We used to go there and they when we were young and there used to be like a burnout competition. Um, illegal. But anyway, so this guy was in his Bentley and he drives and parks and puts this bag full of Supreme clothes and other, you know, Gucci shit. It's like ridiculous. Probably worth a couple of grand. And he puts it um, just in the middle of the car park near a, um, a ticket machine. And then he parks sort of off to the side and... He waited and like someone came within 30 minutes and he filmed them and he's like laughing like, oh, look at this guy picking up this bag of clothing. It's like, joke's on you, idiot. You just gave away four what grand's worth of idiot. clothing, two grand's worth of clothing and this person got it. I literally thought about going to get it. But this is yeah. like rich rich boy games. Oh, I, I just, there, there's a huge um, amount of that, I think, especially even in places like Dubai, there's a big um, culture on uh, like buying exotic animals. So oh, people yeah. having like tigers and elephants and shit just as pets, just to flex. It's fucking ridiculous. Which seems a little bit, a little bit wrong. I'll just flex for a moment. Um, this is more of a, a life hack flex from a poor boy in Melbourne. Uh, Great. <laughs> but when I was when I was in Hollywood, and we were in like, uh, and we'll do this when we go to LA. You go to the thrift yeah. shops that are in like um, West Hollywood. So you're in a really really good spot, and there's the thrift shops there, and you go in. I found a pair of shoes that had been worn once. You couldn't even tell; they smelt new. And they were twenty dollars, <laughs> a pair of high tops, and they were Alexander McQueen, and I didn't even know what, what what these were. So they were like an Adidas run with Alexander McQueen. I think they were 
Adidas, yeah. Anyway, Alexander McQueen, the designer, had had um, done like a, a, a limited run of these shoes, and I bought them for fucking twenty bucks, and I jumped online, two hundred and twenty bucks to buy brand new, and these things were pretty much brand new. But it was because we were in Hollywood, like, you know. The, the big celebs Did around. Did you think about going there specifically for that reason? Were you like, "There's got to be some, some good shit"? Nah, dude, in, we were just in Hollywood. We were just at um, at the at uh, Whole Foods, across the road. Then we just walked over and we're like, "Fuck, let's have a look through here." And then I saw these high tops, and then I looked at the price. I was like, "Shit, I'm buying these." I walked out with them on. My best pair of sho- my favorite pair yep. of shoes that I don't wear. I actually an- another uh, a little bit of a uh, life hack. Uh, I always buy my undies at uh, Marshalls in um, in the States, which is like a, the American listeners, Spencer's probably rolling his eyes right now. But the uh, basically there's like TJ Maxx, Marshalls. They have all the really good brands and it's like super cheap type of shit. It's like cheaper than DFO and all that sort of thing. So I, my mate Nason grew up in Papua New Guinea but he uh, was born in Chicago and he would they would go back to the states every couple of years and they would do this massive like just shop up of just buying all clothes for the next couple of years because PNG being a pretty uh, poor country mm. not having that you know, many shops and that sort of thing and so when traveling with him he just got me into this habit so sure enough even all of Bree's undies are from Marshall's for mm. Jessica Simpson's range all <laughs> like fucking like I would just like grab them all and so that's a that's another because uh, I think there might be that Whole Foods that you talking about and, and stuff in West Hollywood I feel yeah. like there um, there might be a Marshalls very close by we'll have to uh, oh, maybe we'll do a show uh, from the car park of that thrift shop yeah amazing uh, and see what we can uh, see what we can find well email word of the day TJ what was that word of the day oh, I, I was about, to, I was about to wrap yet. us up alright take us out with um, I know you were that's word of the day you would think that I'd have have the kindle here and all that sort of thing so do you know it's actually really hard just to think um, think of a word <laughs> on the top of your head that's that's just not basic yeah yeah it's a fucking skill um, to be able to just reel something off Quickly. All well, right. So this word, it's it's very basic, right? But I think it's one that even you and I have been talking about what the exact meaning is. Very, very basic. Okay, okay. go for it. Uh, primitive. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think well, I think you've done this one because you tried to school me. Like, I don't know if that was right, mate. I use primitive in a sentence. <laughs> you're like, mate, I don't know. I don't know if you got that right. <laughs> so now he's well, coming. Do you, do you want to... <laughs> Do you want to have a crack at what you think primitive? It's the funny thing is the reason I it, it uh, came up was because I'm not on my Kindle. I've got my laptop here, and I typed in dictionary.com, and it finished it with primitively as the um, as the word in well, the URL. So, I, what do you think primitive well, is? I, I thought primitive was from the word primal, meaning uh, like. Um, the human, like I guess, human. What do you call it? Human traits across many years, like a primitive behaviour, is something that is like from our ancestors and back. It's like a real core human trait. 
That's what I. That's what mm-hmm. I kind of feel. I know. See, see, this is another one that I know when to use it, but I couldn't fucking explain it. Jeez, there's so many people yeah, out there. We're so, just revealing our fucking uh, inability or lack of people knowledge. People think we're real dummies. No, but I but think we, most we, people we are doing heaps it. of other stuff. I think there's yeah. a lot of people that yeah, be l- like us. I hope so. Dumbasses. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's an adjective, adjective uh, primitive. Being the first or earliest of the kind or in existence, especially in an early age of the world, Um, primitive forms of life would be it in a sentence. So, but, so I think it's pretty pretty spot on. Yeah, and so, uh, so doing something primitive is what people would have done in the early existence of human kind. So yeah. it's like I think <coughs> you could say hunting. if if yeah, primitive. You could be. I guess there's something you could say too. If someone like say if there was a, I would use it in a sentence where say if someone had done some work, mm. maybe or someone had an idea which was a bit old school, or like oh it's or I've done something at the early stage and say oh this is a pretty primitive version of that final film that I'm making. Maybe I'd use it like that. Yeah. 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 Um, I like it. Thanks for so there you go. Word of the day. I want to make like sure that we're consistent. No, I think <laughs> I think it's um, I think it's good. Hi at the Daily Talk Show dot com. Maybe uh, you can send us your um, uh, your words. The funny thing is, every time we do this, I think of Gemma Watts, who's a copywriter who listens to our show, and I'm always just thinking of her, just like her eyebrows raised at the ridiculousness that is us talking about words. But uh, you know, Gemma, maybe you can school us. Send us a word. I want the evolution, and maybe I bring in this segment after we get sick of doing word of the day, and it's sa- never going to happen. No, Go on. <laughs> saying of the day and the origins of the saying. That's a great mate. I think that this could actually be a benchmark. Yeah, I like it. every because there's so many sayings that I also think that I fuck up. Yeah, in the war. I just like you just go with it with confidence, but it's you know, especially older people saying sayings to older people because <laughs> you know that they're fucking primitive and they 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 know the original. <laughs> yeah, I did there. Yeah, um, I like it. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think that's a good idea. Hi at thedailytalkshow dot com uh, for your sayings that you want to um, send us, or even um, words of the day. TJ, have a lovely Wednesday, and everyone else listening, enjoy your day as well. I'm uh, I'm off to bed. Have a good one. See you guys. <laughs>